So the soul journey, there's this beautiful fullness in the ego. It's a depletion or an emptiness in that when you go to love versus fear, love would be flow. It's ease. It, you know, life is not meant to be super difficult. Yes, we have challenges, but it's not an uphill battle all the time. And even if you're moving uphill in flow, you're, you're going uphill, but you don't feel you're up against mm-hmm. tons of obstacles all the time, right? When it's, the, when it's difficult and forced, you've made decisions typically out of fear. When it feels light and kind of airy around you, when you feel that energy versus heavy and kind of dark, there's your contrast. When you're running towards something, like I said, for your passion, even if you're scared, even if you know it's going to be a hard-ass journey, like this is going to be difficult, but... You're listening to the Conscious Women podcast with a spiritually-minded and conscious-driven visionary woman who's ready to elevate her life, business, or career. I'm your host, Suki Ko, mindset coach and meditation teacher. My goal in this show is to lead you into your inner world and for you to see the infinite potential within you to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset and spiritual development. Each week, I'll bring you coaching sessions, strategies, and guided meditations on how to do the inner work to discover your soul's purpose find alignment with your authentic self and get a mindset makeover so you can create a life you love. I truly believe that you can achieve anything you put your mind to. I'll be showing you how powerful you really are, how to face your fears, overcome obstacles and most importantly how to take action and stop playing small. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello beautiful souls and welcome So today we have a guest interview with Tina Anderson and we are going to be talking about how to overcome fear and unlock your soul's purpose. You know, this is such a pertinent and important topic in living as a conscious woman. So Tina is an intuitive and spiritual coach and the creator and the facilitator of her new transformational coaching program called Unchaos Yourself. And Tina has been in traditional wellness for over 35 years. She moved into her intuitive calling after she had her own spiritual awakening in 2014. I'm going to be bringing Tina on in a moment and she's going to be talking about how we can overcome these fears. And she's going to take us through a couple of exercises. And in one of the exercises, she asks a very deep and a very important question that could change your life. So listen until the end if you want to find out what that question is. We all have the potential for living with meaning and purpose, even with everything falling apart around us, with all the current circumstances that we are facing in 2020. It has been an interesting turning point for many of us, and there are so many opportunities in front of us. But how many of us will take this opportunity and turn this massive obstacle that has been thrown at us and literally brought the whole world into lockdown and use it for our benefit? We are living in a lot of uncertainty at the moment and so many people are waking up to their inner potential, their inner gifts, their inner intuition and inspiration, but they are still too scared to do anything about it because of fear. So if you have recently lost your job or maybe your relationship has changed or you're just generally feeling stuck with life and you don't want to carry on that way anymore and you feel like 
that you have been woken up from something, then congratulations. You have now the opportunity to become someone new. And some of us will take this big obstacle of 2020 and turn it into an opportunity and some will just fall victim to it. And many of us have lost our jobs and we are really struggling. But instead of seeing it as an obstacle, which is causing so much fear and anxiety and uncertainty in your life, take it as an opportunity for you to try something different. Take it as an opportunity to become someone new, what you may not have otherwise done. So if you are asking yourself, how can I take these new beliefs and these new shifts and take that new vision and make it into reality? The answer is to dissolve your fear-based stories that are holding you back and not just get inspired, but to take radical action. So in today's episode, we are going to unpack the fear-based systems that are programmed into us. And without further ado, let's bring Tina on. Hello, Tina. Welcome, welcome. And thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for your time. Yes, I feel like we're, you know, we're across the sea. I mean, we're so far apart, but yet we're right here together. The beauty of technology, right? I'm over here on the West Coast. And so thank you for making time to talk to somebody here in the States, in California. I'm just excited to have you today and to talk about this really powerful topic, which is so needed in our current time with everything that's going on with COVID and everyone's so fed up and there's, you know, just once everything wants to go back to normal, but there's just so much uncertainty, so much fear. and We are living in so much fear. So I'm so excited to be talking about this topic with you today. Excellent. Excellent. Yes, it is timely. And, uh, and there's all different kinds of fear, right? And so let's first of all say we, it's valid to be fearful of your life and it's valid to have fear of catching a terrible uh, you know, disease or whatever you want to call it, a virus, sorry, virus. So we do, that is a legitimate fear. That's, that is definitely a part of what we're dealing with, but we're going to move into fear in a little bit of a different way so you can think about it differently because we don't want to be, we don't want to stop our lives, even though COVID has pretty much done that. Yes. I mean, COVID has brought fear up like a wellspring, like, like a fountain of water just shooting up all over everyone. That's what it feels like to me. I don't know about you, but it's just so pervasive and everybody's so full of fear. Yes. And with the media, of course, it's, it's pretty scary to see the stories. And so we want to say, yes, of course, there's going to be normal fear about something like COVID, but it's, it goes beyond that mm. when you live your life out of fear and not love. And that's, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. So I want to start, uh, and thank you so much for this time. I want to just get into the nuggets and into takeaways, and I want to just jump right in. And I'm going to start with a beautiful quote, and it's from a physicist and a chemist and the first woman to win the Nobel Prize, Marie Curie. And I think this is so beautiful, so I'm going to say it twice, just so you can really catch it. You ready? Mm -hmm. Nothing in life is to be feared. It is only to be understood. Now is the time to understand more so that we may fear less. Nothing is to be feared, it's to be understood. Right now, it's a time to understand more and fear less. Isn't that beautiful? Beautiful. Gives me goosebumps. Yes, uh, same here. (laughs) I know, me too, right? My my hair kind of stood up in a good way. (laughs) One of the biggest lessons, Suki, that I learned in my spiritual transformation is asking this question, 
am I moving in a direction based in fear or in love? And when I say in love, I want to clarify that I mean your passion, what you get excited about, what brings joy, hmm. what is your alignment with the way you want to show up in the world. That's what I mean by that. But fear or love is much a much easier way to say all that. And it is it, it changes your life in so many profound ways if you go one direction versus the other. And unfortunately, we are we sort of grow up without tools to really understand the difference. And a lot of my work is about making good decisions. And people get themselves into places they don't want to be because they're making decisions for the wrong reasons. So the topic fear or love is about why you do things, why you choose certain uh, situations or people, places or things, Mm -hmm. and how to recognize, is it fear or is it love? And so that's what we're really talking about today. Now, uh, what are we really asking then when, when I ask you that question? And it is, you're asking yourself... Are we running to something we love or are we running away in fear? That's really what we're asking ourselves. When you make a decision, when you're pondering something, when you're struggling with something, when you have indecision. And if we're running towards something, it's part of our soul journey. If we're excited, right? Even if it's challenging, even if it feels scary, uncomfortable, but you feel that sense of exhilaration, a little bit of spark, right? Now, if it's the opposite then what is it? Uh, well, my, one of my favorite sayings is your ego is not your amigo. Well, if you're in fear, your ego has taken over, right? Yeah. You are moving into very much ego-focused thoughts and decision-making. So you're asking yourself that. And then you're saying to yourself, is this my true self? Is this my authentic self? Or if it's fear, is this how others, I think others want me to look or show up or talk or sound? It's how others, how I think others want me to be. And that of course would be making a decision or doing something out of fear of what others will think. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure Suki, you've come across this over and over again in the work you do in your own life journey. In your own transformation, right? I'm sure you have. Absolutely. And clients ask me that question. It's like I sit there and the voice, I have these two voices in my head. It's the voice. And uh, when I'm meditating, especially they ask the question. So when I meditate, I have these two voices, but there seems to be one voice that's louder than the other. And logically, that seems to be the right way or the right answer for me. But I know deep down that that is not and it's and then they're there so they asked me the question I'm like well that's exactly what it is the voice of fear is always louder always louder because it's 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 the voice that fear is controlling if fear has an agenda fear is in disguise because it's so powerful and um, because it doesn't want us to do something that's not good for us and um you know and, and it's like um it's actually not our inner guide our inner guide is the voice of love um, so I always say when in meditation, well, in prayer, you ask the question in meditation, you get the answers and the voice of the voice of love is nothing like the voice of fear. There's no separation in the voice of love. There's no um, agenda in the voice of love. There's no judgment in the voice of love. There's no attack in the voice of love. And yes, it's quieter, but you get that feeling in your body, a different sensation in your body. So, yeah. Yes. It's the the inner critic, the inner bully is that ego voice, and that's not how love feels. And so I I totally agree. So let's talk about what, quote, fear. Now, we opened this session with 
with uh, not making light at all of the situation of COVID and saying, yes, there's legitimate fear. Now that is real fear. Like you're, you're in danger, legitimate fear. We honor that. And that you have to listen to, right? That will save your life at times. That is a different conversation about the fear that we're really talking about today. And so fear is masked in so many ways and it can fool us. That one though, imminent danger, of course, that is that's genuine so we always honor that right and that flight yeah you feel that you feel that and you know and so you know maybe a fear of heights or you have phobias and you need to work on those because that's a a legitimate sort of fear so i don't want to take away from that but fear of the unknown fear of something that doesn't feel comfortable and then choosing something that feels safe but it's toxic that's the wrong kind of fear Mm. right that's the kind of fear well I know it's not good for me, but I'm going to go back to this. Okay, so we're talking about that kind of fear. We're talking about the what will others think of me fear, the fear of how people will, will look at me, that fear of judgment where we can't live our truth because we've been brought up in certain ways to be concerned more about what others think about ourselves or we've been harshly criticized in early years or by one person that really shifted that. There's fear of your ego doesn't want to fail. It doesn't want to be humiliated. It doesn't want to look stupid. It doesn't want to feel insecure. So your ego is going to push you out of those and into a decision perhaps that's safe. But that's, that's again, tapping into that fear part of you for the wrong reasons, not because you're in danger, Mm -hmm. but because something feels comfortable and familiar and your insecurities are dictating a past experience that really shook you. That's not necessarily something that I'm talking about in danger, but a situation, a relationship, and that comes back and the fear of reliving that instead of being courageous or bold or whatever. So with, with that distinction, you really want to use fear as a teacher to your advantage. You want to dig deeper. What influence am I under? Recognize that ego fear dialogue you're stupid. You shouldn't do that. What are you thinking? You can't do that. What will they think? That'll never turn out. That never works out right. You know what happened last time. You're not good enough. You're not thin enough. You don't have enough education, whatever it is, right? That's what I'm talking about when I say, is it fear? When, the, when, when you start hearing and feeling that, recognize the ego has come in, wah, 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 right? And that is definitely, well, not definitely, most, in most cases, going to lead you into a place that is not your soul journey, mm. not your soul journey, right? And we want to look at the, the two. So think of your fear as your ego and the quote love part as your soul journey, what you came here to experience. And, and I have a philosophy that I, that I tell my clients all the time. And I say, listen, we use in 3D living the term good or bad, but truly there are no goods or bads. It's just experiences. Our soul doesn't know good or bad. It knows experiences, but our ego is afraid of any experience that's uncomfortable and that can lead you to be in a position perhaps that it feels odd, strange, mm-hmm. again, scared. So that's, those are the ways that you can really identify Fear. And I'm sure you have a lot of that too, Suki, with what you do and those people coming at you or people that are with you because of the choices they've made out of fear and out of not wanting to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and want the familiar, which familiar doesn't mean good in parentheses, in quotation marks. <laughs> so, right. So then we look at the difference. So let's do this. So let's go back and forth. 
So in the love soul uh, journey experience, when you are making a decision based out of that, you feel expansion, you feel opening, you, Ooh, it feels good. Mm-hmm. When it's the fear and the ego, you contract, you pull in literally your body. When you feel making, uh, when you think about making that decision or you think about doing that or that situation, that contraction, you know, is your fear and ego. So the soul journey, there's this beautiful fullness in the ego. It's a depletion or an emptiness in that when you go to love versus fear, love would be flow. It's ease. It, you know, life is meant, not meant to be super difficult. Yes, we have challenges, but it's not an uphill battle all the time. And even if you're moving uphill in flow, you're, you're going uphill, but you don't feel you're up against mm-hmm. tons of obstacles all the time, right? When it's, the, when it's difficult and forced, you've made decisions typically out of fear. When it feels light and kind of airy around you, when you feel that energy versus heavy and kind of dark, there's your contrast. When you're running towards something, like I said, for your passion, even if you're scared, even if you know it's going to be a hard-ass journey, like this is going to be difficult, but it feels exciting and good. And each part of the difficulty is a challenge that I know will help me grow and I look forward to it versus um, it's just difficult. I got to do it. I got to push through it. It doesn't feel quite right, but you know, nothing is worth it unless it's hard. That's the opposite. And when we run away in avoidance, automatically you know that your fear and ego are taking over. There's alignment and ease when you're moving towards love. And there's shoulda, coulda, a lot of shoulds and a lot of pressure Mm. in that fear ego. And finally, there's joy and fun. And joy comes from internal, as you know, happiness is external, joy is internal. So despite whatever's going around you, even with COVID, you find that joy when you're in alignment. And when, when you're not, when it's fear and ego, there's repression, there's suppression, and there's depression. And that's, there's anxiety, there's all those things. So you can kind of, if you can kind of feel that back and forth, it helps you to start to realize fear or love, love or fear. I hope that that makes sense. I'm sure, Suki, that you've gone back and forth in your own life because we all do. All the time. And that's what that is one of the main signs I now look out for when I, I'm unsure of something and I need to ask my higher self, my wiser self, a question. The first thing I do is what is the reaction and the sensation I'm getting in my body? Even if I don't get the answer straight away, that voice doesn't come to me. The voice of love doesn't always have the answer for me straight away. But I can get the answer with the sensation in my body. And like you say, the contraction and the expansion, which is just so beautiful. And yeah, that's one yeah. of my one of my ways of doing it. Beautiful, beautiful. And uh and you know, as teachers and guides and leaders and uh and and uplifters that we are, we want nothing more than for those of you that are listening to this or any, you know, or anyone you know to really understand that because once you do, it changes your life entirely and you have courage when you need it because you know you're doing the right thing. Mm. You have the courage to do it because you feel it, you know it. And I also want to bring this up. There is an old school approach to, is this the right decision or is this the wrong decision? Now, I want you to be careful of this. And I did it all the time and there's nothing 
wrong with it, but you need to put it into your spiritual uh, awareness as well. And that's conscious living, which is what uh, Suki is all about, what this podcast is about. And that is be careful of, uh, be careful of the old approach of pro and con list, pro mm-hmm. list and con list. Yeah. Because you're, if your ego is involved, you're really going to struggle with a pro and con. The list I gave you is more of your the essence of, of how you feel and your higher self, right? A pro and con list is really more 3D living and kind of going in and out of what your ego is going to want you to do, thinking of what the world would think, what would my, what would my parents want me to do, what would, what would my coworkers think, what would my neighbors think, what would my whatever. So be careful with pro and con. You can make a list, but you need to be very aware that the ego could go into all of it. And it could push you into a decision uh, that you don't want to make. And instead, instead, I would say quiet your mind and get into a very peaceful place. It can be before or after meditation. It can simply just be, okay, I'm going to stop down for a second. And I say ground yourself, right? And you... You, there's a lot of ways to do that. I won't get into that, but you know, you ground yourself. You can place your hands over your heart and close your eyes and trade and face north, your true north, wherever north is where you are right now. And, and then simply ask yourself to go into the circle of one decision, go into the circle, picture it, feel it, be there, live there with that mm-hmm. decision. How do you feel? as Suki talked about earlier. And then go to the other circle, the other reality. Put away the pros and the cons. Just go live it. Go create that reality and be there for 30 seconds, a minute. Go through the motions. And then again, how do you feel despite the pros and cons? And then I also sometimes say hand on your heart, hand on your gut. And just you, you go into, there's lots of ways to do this, but basically your higher self and ask yourself, what's my truth here? What brings me joy? And then be honest about what you feel. It's as simple as that one leading you to what we call, what we're calling love in today's topic, right? and the other fear. And there's lots of ways to describe those. But I, and I want to mention this too, that research has shown that 80, up to 80% of our choices are fear-based. We're afraid of what will happen if we make a certain choice, as opposed to making the choices we really want to make for our life. So is this an escape-based decision? Um, Am I getting out of something or am I moving to like my target of my life of what I want? And that's a little more standard talk, right? Getting out of kind of the spiritual talk. Is it escape or is I moving towards my target? Target kind of sounds like war or something, but what I'm saying is what what am I working towards that I really care, that I really want, not because somebody else wants it for me, but because I want that or is it an escape? And don't be pushed away from what you really want from the mm-hmm. ego voice. And I want to wrap this up with uh, one of the first spiritual leaders I went to when I woke up back in 2014 is Sonia Choquette. And oh yes, yes. And I took I was one- doing all her stuff in about twenty, yeah, 2014, 2015. So oh was my I. Gosh. 
No wonder we're aligned here together. So of course drawn. we would. Yeah. I was so drawn to her. Me too. So yeah. drawn to her. So uh, she had, she did this training and she, in the train, the online training, it said, and that was one of the first online trainings I'd ever done with her too. Which one was it? Well, I bet we, we both done the same one. I know I'd have to find it in my book. I don't remember, but it's very much about get, choosing the life you want and joy or I, I can't one of her older trainings though. And she said to the question was answer this. If I weren't afraid, I would yeah. what and ask yourself this decision because it has the potential to bring growth, evolvement, right. And alignment. So if I weren't afraid, if I made this choice, would it bring me growth? Would it bring me, would I evolve in some way? Would I learn something? Would I get more in alignment? And you'll start to recognize how to make decisions how to move in the direction with clarity and confidence, which is what my what I'm all about. That's my teaching. That's basically my journey of not doing it that way and learning the hard way over and over again, right? What the results of that. And so we move away from that fear-based and we enliven and energize our soul. And it puts you in alignment, allows you to share your gifts in the way that you're meant to. And uh, I know that uh, I've already mentioned one quote, but I want to wrap up with another quote that is so beautiful. Uh, and that is, you can say this to yourself, uh, let the good in me connect with the good in others until all the world is transformed through the compelling power of love. That's from Nachman of Breslov. And the higher selves of all of us, mm. right? through the actions and coming from the power of love. So we can change the world, getting out of fear. And the more you do it, the more you create space for others to do it. So be courageous and move in that direction with love and compassion for those around you as you transform yourself. And know that it is always your truth. When you feel it in your gut, when you feel expansion, that is always your higher self leading the way and you just need to listen and be bold and take those steps in the right direction. And when you use that word, just be courageous and your soul knows your purpose and you might be on this path that you think is the logic way of doing it or what your parents want you to do or society puts us into that box and we get so conditioned and it's out of fear it's out of so many fears that this is what we have to do because this is the norm this is the way everybody does it and for me the biggest life-changing decision that I made was when I went from the corporate world and um, when I actually quit the corporate world as a lawyer to do this work full time. And for me, um, everyone around me, my, my colleagues were, they thought something had happened to me. They were like, are you crazy? You are throwing away such a lucrative career. It's all about status, about money, about, oh, that's all it was. And, but it wasn't who I was. Every single day I would get up and I would contract. It would be like, I do not want to be doing this. Yes, I put in so much work. I put in so much investment, time investment, money investment to qualify. And I did I did it for 16 years. I gave my life to the corporate world, to my job as a lawyer. And yes, I helped many, many people in a different way. But for me, I knew that wasn't my route. I knew that wasn't my purpose. And my soul kept 
pulling me and I kept pulling it back out of fear. I was like, I can't go there. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. It got to a stage where I was just like, I just could not ignore my higher self. I could not ignore that voice of love, which was getting louder and louder in my head. The voice of fear was getting quieter and quieter. And as I allowed that voice of fear to just diminish and the voice of love to take over, the courage, courage just came. And, mm. and, and another time was when I made the decision to divorce my husband. And again, it was like, where did the courage come from? And I look back and I think, well, it was the voice of love and not the voice of fear. The voice of fear would have been, well, how are you going to be a single mother? How are you going to bring the boys up? How are you going to run a house? How are you going to do this? How are you going to survive? All the dependency um, strategies that I was thinking, oh, I'm, I'm not going to be able to cope on my own were nagging me in my head. But the other hand was, you can do this. Mm. So those are two very significant, pivotal points in my life where fear and love were a, such a beautiful example of the voice of love taking over and just connecting to to your higher self and and as you know I as an energy healer I really work with I work with the chakras because they are associated to all of our emotions and physical parts of our body and when you come up to the seventh chakra that's what it's all about it's about connecting to your higher self it's about connecting to the higher divine guidance and when you do that just the beauty of it, the living in that higher consciousness and the experiences you get of joy, of peace, of transcendence. It's just so, so beautiful. And mm. yeah. And, oh you know, my gosh. You, you just yes. took me on a journey when you were talking yeah. about that. And I was oh, just like, oh, oh, yes, that's where, that's where the, re, you know, the, the journey we've all been on. And I think I had my awakening in 2011 and it took me four years. It took me four years before I made the, the big decision to say, yeah, I've got to do this. I've got to do this. But four years, I, I, I tell you, I wouldn't go back there. I wouldn't yeah, go back there. Yeah, of course, there. right? No, we, we, once you open this up and the, the one thing too, with this, with what you are, you know, exemplifying is the fact that you were driven and you knew, you know, I, I can make this work. And for a lot of people, and, and if this is you listening, listen, if you don't need to know how it's going to work to have the courage because the spirit, you know, universe will fill in the pieces when you give it a, a full clear picture of how you want to feel. When you follow that, you will be take, you'll be divinely guided and protected through the journey because a lot of people start to feel the nudge, but they want, they feel like they have to see, like you said, how will I take care of my kids? What will I do? And a lot of people feel like they have to have all those answers lined up, but you don't, you, don't. you, you have to have certain ones, obviously, but not all of them right? Not all of them to take that to be courageous, Absolutely. which I know in your case, you had to walk into the unknown, which is what we, we do. But the, the, yeah, the payoff when you do that, when you follow that is, and we, there's stories, so many stories in history of people that have done that, that probably were awake, didn't know it, uh, right? Following, um, we go back to Einstein, one of the first ones who was ridiculed and just knew there was more and didn't even know about spiritual mm -hmm. awakening so anyway but yeah definitely honor your journey suki you're ex the the extreme perfect example of the dichotomy of back and forth and especially when you have a lucrative career and you've worked really hard at it and it's really hard to do that because people only see the outside and people are reacting to you based on their own fear of i couldn't do that look what she's doing it's their own filters in their own life yeah right they're looking at you making that judgment and so 
that was so bold of you and you were so guided to do that because that that was you know that that was those are two huge steps especially the career one where you just do a complete really was and you know and for me it was surrender i had to surrender and surrender is another beautiful topic we can talk about forever and go so deep and we haven't got time for that today i know we don't i know yeah surrender and people think that actually surrender is given up but it's not it's not it's it's surrender and then working co-creating and collaborating with faith collaborating with faith that's what surrender is so Oh, you know, I just love talking about these topics and just how we can, um, you know, uh, associate it to our own personal experiences because that's where we then talk about it, um, you know, with passion from our heart and, you know, and, oh, it's so beautiful. It really is. Thank you so much, so much, Tina, and thank you for your time today. But before you go, I do have just a quick fire rapid round questions if I can ask you some. Is that okay? And I know you've given us two beautiful quotes, but what is your favorite quote? So my favorite quote is very simple. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care from Jim Rohn. I'm not sure if he was the first person to say that, but I, that was, um, that was a life lesson. I used to be a fixer. And one time someone said to me, I just want you to listen. I don't need you to give me advice. And it was like, I grew up as a fixer and it just, it changed everything. And I came across that quote a couple years, well, maybe about a year after that. And I realized, Tina, stop, stop helping people with stuff that, you know, cause I have clear cognizance because just care about people. Mm-hmm. And then you can help them. And so I, that's one of my favorite, that's my favorite easy quote is people just want to know that you care first. And so that's my, that, that's my go-to quote. I have a lot of them, but that's my go-to. Yeah, yeah. And that's all the, and silence is beautiful. As much as, you know, we have, we think, well, actually advising or giving an answer is the right way, but actually it's not, even as a coach, people think we need to give them our clients think they need, well, I need the answer. What do I right. do? How do I do this? And it's not right. in, and in some of my coaching sessions, there's so much silence. And at times people will be like, mm, am I supposed to be saying something? Is she supposed to be saying something? Am I waiting for an answer? What's going on? And there's a, there's a, you know, there's a little bit of awkwardness going on. And it's like, no, silence is where we're going to get the insights. Silence is where we get the aha moment. Silence mm-hmm. is where the answers sit. This is why meditation is so beautiful, so important to do. Um, but yeah, I can see that. Cool. So the second question, best piece of advice someone has given you that has been life-changing for you? Yeah, and that would be my dad. And, and uh, when I was in college and going for jobs, and I remember, uh, I'll never forget, he said to me, I, I had a couple interviews and I was like, ah, oh, you know, and him hawing around a little bit and I don't have enough of this. And, whatever. and he said, I said, never be the one to disqualify yourself, meaning you go do what you need to do. Don't stop yourself thinking. Don't create that uh, an inequity. Don't create uh, an unworthiness. And he wasn't saying it in those terms, but that's absolutely what he was saying is don't be the one to disqualify yourself in, in life. And okay. I never forgot that. And that comes from my dad. So it's, it's unworthiness. It's all those things. And he didn't know when he said it, but it's true. So don't be the one to disqualify yourself. Somebody else can tell you you're not right for the job. Someone else can tell you that, but don't tell yourself that you go do your thing. 
yeah. you know, and, um, and obviously if <laughs> having said that, obviously if it's some situation where you're feeling some uneasiness and something's off from the situation, then you got to listen to your gut. Mm. But, but what this, what that quote, what that piece of advice really from him was about is believe in yourself, believe in yourself and who you are and your majesty and, and your magnificence and uh, and then you don't stop yourself short of something because of you don't believe in yourself. So, thank you to my dad for that. And I remember, yeah, I'm going to go to this job interview. Why am I thinking I'm not? I shouldn't. I won't get the job already. Just go in and interview and let them say you can't have the job. He's like, you're yeah. already telling yourself you're not going to get the job. I'm like, you're right. So I, I carried that through <laughs> my life. <laughs> oh, and I know you love reading. So, what is the best personal development book you've read? So, which is always the, almost always the current one. And so right now I'm reading Becoming Supernatural, How Common People Are Doing the Uncommon. And it's the uh, very popular right now and kind of trendy, but for a reason, Dr. Joe Dispenza. I read oh, yeah. a couple of his books and, uh, and, or I've read one other of his books and done a ton of his meditations. So now I'm, I'm reading Becoming Supernatural and it's so awesome. I have to reread stuff over and over again because he gets a little heavy duty with neurons and and uh, the all the the way all the chemical reactions and all that, yeah. but it's fascinating and I love it. So that's the book right now, becoming supernatural. Lovely. Okay. And the final question, as you know, I'm so passionate about elevating the consciousness of women, and that's who I am. It's what I what I do. The name of my podcast, the Conscious Room Podcast. So, what makes you a conscious woman? Personally, yes. What makes me a conscious woman is having a full circle awareness and of kind of where I came from, the influences that I grew up under, the current influences, and then being conscious, of course, is just being very aware of not only my energy and what's going on with me, but also as many of those around me that I can be at any given time. And for me, it is it starts with that complete awareness and it moves into uh, an acceptance at the same time. So it is the acceptance brings me into the present moment, right? Which is being present in the moment and mindfulness. And that to me is a beautiful way to be conscious is to pull everything back to the present moment and add in a complete awareness of my journey and acceptance of all of it as I move and groove and try to uplift as many as I can with proper boundaries. So that's, that's how I'm a conscious woman. Beautiful. And Tina, as you're there, and um, guys, we're doing this interview over Zoom, and Tina, behind her head, that she's got a beautiful, beautiful, um, on, on the wall behind you, and as, as you're just moving your head slightly, the word keeps coming out, love, love. Yeah. You've got beautiful Buddha there, and yeah. what is that sign? So it says, live simply. Because I believe in simplicity and then there's an angel and then there's a cross that says faith on it. And so I'm trying to make, when I have people come into my office, I want everyone to feel comfortable sort of that I'm representing kind of, uh, you know, I mean, everything starts and, and begins with love and ends because that's the whole journey, no matter what religion or spirituality, it's all about love. Uh, and I'm very much about simplicity and, and keeping things simple 
And then of course the angels are there and then Buddha. Yeah. So that's why everything's on my wall. And then I have, of course, honoring you, there's my chakras yeah. there. Cause sometimes when I talk about them, I actually do the weather girl. I put my hand back and I'm like, <laughs> so over here <laughs> and, and then over here, uh, which you can't see, but I'll describe it to you listening. I have this beautiful painting, abstract painting with um, my archangel is Michael. My main one is got the beautiful colors of archangel and it's got orange for energy. So I love to bring in the orange and it's got this beautiful gold shimmer in it, which is what I do when I bring in that golden egg around me for protection yeah. and the shimmering pure power energy of the gold shimmering light, a little bit of white in there for the pure or kind of the angelic feel. And that's, and then my eggplant purple couch for, you know, kind of the moving up into the chakras and the, so that's how I've got my office designed. Lovely. <laughs> You've got lucky clients. So, yeah, but thank you for uh, acknowledging that. It's uh, I can't really have them in here much right now, but you know, obviously, couple, but, yeah. yeah. No, just that word because your, your head's hiding it. But I know, you, you're moving your head over. slightly and then the word love just keeps coming out. It's, like, it's so timely, isn't it? It's so great. It is, exactly. It's a perfect topic for today. It yeah. is. So Tina, where can my audience find more about find out more about you? Yes, thank you so much. So I would say if you want more information, just go to my main website, which is tinaandersonoc.com. So that's the full name with two A's, right? T-I-N-A-A-N-D-E-R-S-O-N-O-C, which stands for Orange County because there's a lot of Tina Anderson. So ah, that's where I live. In. Yeah, I that's why it's O-C, TinaAndersonOC.com. And you'll see there, it's a pretty basic website, but there, if you scroll down just a little bit, you'll see a link there for my Facebook group, which I do uh, group readings every Monday called Clarity Card Monday. And they're very fun. And they so those are, are uh, yeah. Yeah, yes, of course, you can listen back. And there's also a... Uh, if you want to get a, a guided walking meditation, I have a little click there and I'll send that to you and it's 15 minutes and it's really beautiful because it's a little mini workout, but it's, it has kind of affirmations. It has affirmations in it as well. So you can, you can do that. And then if you want to learn more about my coaching program called Unchaos Yourself, there's also a click link there and that takes you directly over to Unchaos Yourself, which is my transformational coaching program Lovely. based on... Oh. Making good decisions, basically. <laughs> of course. Yeah. I'll put the link in the show notes and in the show details as well if anybody thank wants you. to. Thank oh. you. Well, thank you for your time, Tina. And it's been uh, amazing having you talking about this lovely, lovely topic. And thank you for your time today. My honor. Thank you for all the uplifting and beautiful healing work you're doing, Suki. And I'm so glad that we're aligned in this lifetime doing this together. And there's a reason we came together. Absolutely. There always is. I love always is. Always yeah. is. Well, thank you so much. And bye. Thank you. Bye. So if you would like to know more about Tina and her programs and Chaos Yourself, head over to her website, which is tinaandersonoc.com. And that's where you'll find all the information about her and the links to her Facebook group called Unchaos. And I know she has a free guided walking meditation for you if you sign up for her updates and I will put a link in the show notes with her information. So I really do hope you've enjoyed all the wisdom that Tina has shared with us. So right now we have two choices and the first is that we can continue to stay stuck and play small and numb out our feelings of fear with distracting ourselves and numbing ourselves with food and alcohol and just binge watching Netflix and whatever it is you do to numb yourself or you can wake up to the possibility and opportunities and wake up to your highest purpose and do the inner work to awaken your potential and use this obstacle of 2020 
as an opportunity for growth, as an opportunity for shifts and an opportunity to become someone new. I really hope that you got some value from today's episode and if you feel that anybody else will get any value, please share this with them. You can also come over and join me in my Facebook group, The Conscious Women Sisterhood, where I'm currently running a moon challenge throughout the month of October. And it's still not too late to start. We will be starting the new lunar cycle on the 16th of October when it's the first phase of the moon, which is the new moon. And what we're doing is we are practicing rituals in alignment with each phase of the moon. As the whole lunar cycle of the moon takes its time to reset, renew, radiate, retreat and rest each month, so do we. And working with each phase of the moon can benefit us in a powerful way. But I also do lots of other stuff in the group as well and we usually have a theme every month. So if you would like to learn more strategies, more trainings on mindset and spirituality, come on over and join me in the group. The link for the Facebook group is in the show notes. So that's all I have for you for today, my lovelies. I will see you next time. Bye.